And it is a happy Monday for hopefully most of you out there. This is the Townstone Financial Podcast starring Ferry Sterner to my right, Zach Schwartz here to my present, uh, NMLS number 136639. Um, Real quick, we were talking last week uh, about seeing the highest rates in 20 some 20 plus years, uh, basically. Um, so early in the show, I want to bring up our friendly 10-year Treasury, which that was trading close to five percent, um, and we have seen a nice dip. Yeah, a little bit up today. But compared to last week, where we were at 5%, um, dipping... Why'd it go down? Dipping back below. Well, I'm sure you're going to have a reason to contradict mine. But as I was saying, that 5% was a psychological point in people's minds where your mom and pop investors and you know everybody else saw a guaranteed 10% return nah. or 5% return at 10 years that was a psychological breaking point so there were buyers at a 5% treasury nah. and with the law of supply and demand a lot of buyers at the 5% treasury no the treasury department the treasury department being down. being dinglings as they are like came out and like said, Chuck Berry's dangling. The the Janet Yellen Treasury came out and said that they were going to fund the uh, the debt with a short term paper and not ten year notes. So the supply of the ten year notes was going to go down. Everyone thought they were going to they were going to they were going to fund it with ten year, but they decided to do it with short term, which makes no sense because short term is higher than long term. Well, I'm sure and the that's Yellen. Why, that's why it went down. I'm sure Yellen and company had some justification. It made sense to them. They're not no, doing they don't. things just like they had no justification when it was at zero percent, and they weren't funding the 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 debt with thirty year money, which is what they should have done, and they didn't do it. So. Okay. They well, had no answer. Well, whatever the reason is, I open up my chart. Things trending towards an at 5%. It's heading uh, back towards um, there. I think it's going to be short term here. I, I agree. And that's why I've been, I'm, I'm encouraging my clients uh, to lock in um, now while the getting is good because we don't know where the future is. It goes back up to 5% or higher. They're going to be stuck with higher interest rates and in the case the off chance case that you're wrong barry because you're very rarely wrong if it doesn't and if it keeps going back down guess what you can refinance to that i'll nice, be so happy to be wrong you know you can refinance down to that lower rate i mean i had a client today uh was quoting a purchase for him and quoted early um last week was kind of ugly, quoted later in the week, kept getting prettier. Um, talked to him this morning. He's like, Zach, it looks like the trend is going downwards. I think I'm going to hold and see where the future lies. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea, but it's your money, not mine. All I can do is, uh, you know, advise you to the best of my ability. And um, what do you do? He's holding tight. Uh, you know, he's in the market. He's in the market to buy. Um, and uh, I just. Uh, you don't agree. I, I, I do not agree. 
I do not agree. But um, again, what, what do they say in, uh, in retail? The customer's always right. Well, um, this customer not, may be that's wrong. That's not exactly true. This customer may be wrong, but, uh, you know, but I've, I've got to. he may be right. I've got to do, uh, you know, I got to do what he tells me to do. And that, that, that is exactly um, what I am going to do. Um, some of the, you know, we always talk about unintended consequences, but lower rates, you would think, you know, in a vacuum, lower rates are going to improve affordability because it knocks down mortgage payments uh, for buyers. But here's the other piece of the puzzle that you may not be thinking of. Lower rates were, will also cause more of these buyers that have been sitting on the sidelines to take advantage of those lower rates. So you are not necessarily, because there's lower rates, you're not going to get a deal on your house uh, 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 buying a new property because whereas before, you know, you were the only person or maybe one other person, you know, wandering through that open house, it could go back to those days where you don't have a spot to walk in the open house because it is crammed filled with prospective buyers that have come back into the market. Um, we talk about, you know, employment and, and job losses, but that discouraged worker that doesn't even, you know, want to get a job right now. There's discouraged buyers out there, and lower rates are going to push. I don't know if they're discouraged. They're frustrated. Discouraged? Uh, if you open a, a thesaurus. Can't find a house. If you find a thesaurus, yeah, I but think you can't discouraged find and frustrated are going to be pretty close together. I don't think they're bidding on houses and missing houses because I don't think there's a lot of houses for sale. I think they're just, they can't find anything. But It's um, different when they were bidding before and they weren't getting the houses. But again, you may be the on only buyer in town. You may have some negotiating power with those sellers right now because there's there are discouraged or frustrated, whatever you want to call it, buyers out there. But we see a dip in rates. Those buyers are back in the market. They're back to competing with you. They're back into the bidding wars. Um, so those unintended consequences, you think lower rates are a good thing. Um, sure they are, but there's unintended consequences within supply and demand, and those lower rates are going to bring back buyers that haven't looked at it, you know, been serious about buying in the last two years. They could be coming back to the table. Um, you know, in other news, it's been the news for maybe a year or two now, the artificial intelligence Barry's on the phone. See, artificial intelligence. but it's a fax machine. Yeah, well. That's what it is. Stuck in. I uh, thought it was like an emergency or Stuck something. in 1984. <laughs> yes, um, so, so artificial intelligence, uh, me and you. Are you, you worried know, about artificial intelligence? Because you worry about every little oh, thing. I, I, you still I, wake I, up not worried about Trump. Absolutely. But we had a meeting with a, a, a company that deals with artificial intelligence when it comes to, to real estate. Um, I don't know about you, Barry. I walked away extremely unimpressed with, um, you know, what those capabilities are, at least for right now. Um, 
ChatGPT, there's a, a press release. They're doing a, a big advancement in the next month. Um, interesting to see what, what, what that's going to entail. Um, and these ChatGPT things are mostly language models where you can type in prompts. It gives you answers, uh, words, you know, write me a, a, a sophomore year style term paper on, you know, the founding fathers and, and freedom and liberty versus, you know, whatever the case is, and it can spit back words back to you. Uh, more recent advancements are AI-generated images where you can type in, I want to see, you know, the penguin jet skiing from Batman. Um, what can you do with AI to save, your, save yourself money? Um, you can write advertisements. No, to save money. To save money, yeah. Can you figure out the spread between your credit card bill and no. your and your and your uh, mortgage amount? I mean, you 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 can, There's but there's got to be stuff on there that you it, could do. But it doesn't have, um, it doesn't have like the detail. Like here, um, I've got a, a little chat thing here. Um, how do I decide what debt? to pay off first. So, you know, we're typing into a uh, um, an AI, and, and they're saying when it comes to paying off debt, there are different uh, motivations. Um, here are some strategies with the debt snowball method. Um, uh, debt snowball method, debt avalanche method. I don't know why a lot of these debt methods have to do with like yep. ho horrors on the ski uh, on the ski slope. Debt consolidation. Um, three. You know, recommended paying off highest interest rate first. So it can give you these like broad, you know, more general scenarios, but it can't necessarily give you that one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, hands-on advice and analysis that us humans can do at Townstone. Uh, you fill out a free consultation with us and we will be able to help you decide what credit cards to pay off, what not to, um, basically maximize your dollar, your cash flow savings. Um, I had a guy today locked in uh, just an hour or two ago, um, basically taking a $80,000 mortgage in an adjustable rate that just keeps going up on him. He didn't like that. Um, so the original goal was just to uh, pay that thing off and, and get that into a fixed rate. Well, I pulled his credit, Barry, and, and he had about $40,000 of outstanding credit card debt. And I suggested to him... That he do 120000 That is exactly right. Knock out the credit card debt, knock out that adjustable rate mortgage. We did the math, almost $1,000 in monthly savings in his pocket. And he's like, well, what am I going to do with this extra $1,000? Give it to me. Well, sure. But I said, you can knock out that mortgage early because there's no prepayment. 
no prepayment penalties. What that means is if your payment's $2,000, you can send in an extra 1000 and it will go directly towards your principal. Anything above and beyond your payment goes Brilliant. towards your principal. But has there been a, a home improvement project? Has your wife been bugging you about you know, fixing, fixing the deck, um, fixing the drywall? Maybe you even want one of these new 4K televisions. Um, but there's hardly any shows for 4K other than your movies. Yeah, but but, but still, there's still good upscaling. There, there's upscaling technology depending on what you get. Mm. Um, whatever. I got you on that one, didn't I? No, gotcha. Gotcha. no. I, I, I think 4K is. Uh, they're already selling 8K televisions. That, that's where I draw the line because there's literally zero content for 8K. Yet they're trying to upsell you on those 8K televisions. Yeah, you gotta sell something. Um, you gotta, I guess. You gotta make you go buy something I new. I guess. Um, so for me, realtors though, are feeling the heat, or no? That we're, we're back. Next? To, yeah, that's oh. next. Back to artificial intelligence. Skynet. How can you mitigate the potential damage from Skynet? What's case, Skynet? Is that uh, I, that's I'm, from? Uh, I'm dating myself. Movie. Yeah, that's from what's that, his name? That's from Terminator. Terminator. Arnold, Skynet. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, but. How do you mitigate the potential damage from Skynet? And honestly... Skynet's going to take over the world here. This is probably the biggest change I think we've seen in maybe the last 40 to 80 years where the going logic was go to college, get that bachelor's degree. Um, now you're just going to stay home? No, because those are the jobs. You're, you're an ad copywriter. Your, uh, you know, your these white collar positions, um, those I think are the greatest on the chopping block with the advent of AI. But you know what isn't the trades plumber, air conditioning, carpenter, electrician, electrician. Car, car maintenance. Do you know how to fix a, a, a washing machine and dryer? Um, these Are you saying AI isn't going to be able to fix those things for you? No, you need you need human hands. Um, oh. So so. How about truck the, driver? In the middle, in the middle, because there's there's bus uh, driver, um, train driver, bus driver. I don't think so because those are our children, and it's going to take more to oh. to get AI. But yes, how about just teacher at school? Can you replace a teacher with AI? I don't think so because the teacher requires a certain level of emotional intelligence, um, and and to to treat this a good teacher will will treat the students separately based on their temperament, um, you know, and their ability to learn. Um, but again, it goes back to this idea of like you have to go to college. You're you, you're going to better yourself. But the things you learn for college, like writing term papers and doing statistical analysis, if you're a statistician, or economic analysis and economics, um, all of this knowledge is now available online. It is now available. So now you could just go to college to drink, and and. Uh no, I, I think fun. I think the return on investment in college, which has been a great return on investment over the history of the last 80 years. Yeah. 
is no longer going to be a good return on investment unless you're going to college for a trade to actually be able to fix something, build something with your hands. Uh, you know, woodworking, carpentry, making cabinets, um, literally things to do with your hands, knowing how to, to fix a microwave, a dishwasher, a garbage disposal. So no more economists, no more philosophers, um, no more rocket scientists? Not no more, no. but the idea that the you're, goal for you're really raining on but, people's parade here. But the goal for all of these high school graduates to go on to a, a secondary education to major in, in, in art history. So what's going to happen to all these universities? They have all this, all this land, all these buildings, they, all they, this money. They have got to shift to start teaching, um, to start teaching these more useful skills as we go into the future. And I no. think the most useful skills are not going to be the person that can write a term paper, but they're going to be the person that can fix things with their hands. Okay. And that is how you AI-proof yourself. Um, but disagree? Make a comment. Give us a thumbs down. Give us a thumbs up, because I bet most of you agree with this. Um, News from last week since we recorded the podcast. Realtors, Give me some news. Realtors, real estate $1.86 billion. Dollars. feeling the heat. A federal jury ruled last week that the powerful, and, and I mean super powerful, you, you've got to see how much money they are funding our Congress people. Um, as the National Association of Realtors and large several large brokerages um, are you smiling, or you're not unhappy, or what do you think? I, I, I'm. Uh, go ahead and finish reading it, so people. I, can. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think a lot of people realize they they were how, how it, big it this was, was. It was ruled that it's going to be appealed. Had, obviously, they had conspired to our artificially inflate commissions paid to real estate decisions, and this decision. Um, is going to radically alter the home buying process in the United States. An almost $2 billion ruling, which was huge, but that may be only the first domino to fall because this was just um, National Association of Realtors and two you know, medium-sized real estate brokerages in the jurisdiction that this court case take place. But there are plenty more... Um, agencies out there there are larger um and 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 basically um you want to hear the real big news i i want uh, yes Lots please. Of my phone's blowing up here so espn says Craig, it's, a, it's a samsung everybody of Craig course Council. It's, of course it's blowing yeah, up i mean you talk about your apple phone like it's the greatest thing ever it's a piece of junk craig Council bolts milwaukee brewers to manage the chicago cubs Craig Council had been manager of the Brewers for I don't know how many years. Uh, what's it say? Craig Council won three championships. I don't know how many years he was there. I think he was there at least 15 years. And he's leaving the Brewers to go to the Cubs, ESPN said. That's why everyone's texting me right now. That's big news because then they're going to fire David 
Ross and bringing Craig Council. I mean, what's your th- initial oh, thought on I that? I think you Craig like Council's a great manager. Yeah, that's. I think it's. I don't know about. I think it's bigger news than the than the National Association of Realtors well, losing the court case. Well, I can't speak for the, for the baseball. This is breaking news. I can't speak for the baseball itself and the teams, but I can say going to games. Uh, you didn't go to any games with me this year, did you? Not did at make not at go? not at Wrigley, but. No. I've gone to Where'd games go this year? at the Brewers, not this year. Oh, okay. But what a stadium. I've never been to the Brewers. What a stadium. I've it never is, been there. It is a great experience. It was All clean. Right. They had good food. You off your association of realtors. Go back. That's an important thing. Sorry. Yeah. Well, again, this could have a snowballing effect because the way it works right now is if you are going to list your property for sale and you go through a real estate agent, that real estate agent is required by their self-imposed guidelines and ethics. Self-imposed, I'd like that. By the that. National Association of Realtors like to put that. this on the MLS database within, I think, 24 hours. Um, and they also have to put a commission to the buyer's agent. So as a buyer for years, We've been saying, okay, you're pre-qualified. Do you have a realtor you're using? No, I don't. Well, go get one because it doesn't doesn't cost you anything. It It comes out of the seller's proceeds. But that's so not true because if the seller's – that that was such a misnomer because when the seller's paying for the real estate agent, the realtor, then obviously their price has the amount of money commission that they were paying. So – when you were buying it, you were paying for it. Because if it was lower and they weren't having to pay so much, then you would get a better deal on the final sales price. Yeah, but good luck your real good luck having your realtor show you a place they were gonna make no money on. Oh, but and then- competition has come. You got Redfin, you got Zillow, you got all these other you got other all these other cheaper ways of selling real estate, which which I mean, I don't know if I totally agree with. I mean, right now, I don't even think you need anyone to help you sell a thing. You just put it up for sale and 20 people come by. But generally speaking, having a realtor I mean, with this you comes from back obviously in the is, day. A better, is a better way to this sell your house. This comes from back in the day, pre-internet, where you, go to, you move to a new town and you have no idea what properties are for sale. You That's needed, true. You needed a real estate agent to yeah. show you around and what properties are for sale, whereas now any bozo or Einstein can go on Zillow.com and they can search within their parameters and find the properties listed for sale. I, even those that use realtors to buy their properties, I guarantee you 90-plus percent of them are not going – the the realtor isn't recommending the pro the properties to them. They're finding them their se- themselves and then telling the realtor, you know, let let's book this. Um, as and 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 real estate agents get paid a percentage of the property price. And as their workload has gone down per property because the clients are doing so much, they've been getting a higher commission on every property because of the percentage. Of a, of a higher valued price. And then this lack of transparency about the commissions. How was it there's a lack? I, I didn't read the article of how, why the judge ruled in favor. Because you don't get access to, what? as a buyer, you don't have access to the NMLS consumer or uh, the MLS 
database, you're not seeing what the, the, the commissions are. And a lot of realtors out there, they were showing their clients' houses that were paying two and a half. So three. you're saying they had a monopoly. The judge said basically they had a monopoly. They had an unfair monopoly, monopoly. Yeah. and it's collusion when it's supposed to be competition. Um, my only fear here. What is your fear? Because you have great many, many fears. Is the low down payment buyer. Because if now the the seller, which was paying your realtor commission, yeah. if now all of a sudden you're required to pay two and a half percent commission as a buyer, where is that money coming from? But you're never going to be required to do that. There'll be other entities that will not charge the buyer as long as they're transparent. Where's their, but where's their money coming from if they're not charging the buyer? It can come the from the seller as long as it's transparent. I still don't read. I still don't read the case, but I don't know. I mean, you're saying the MLS was the reason why they lost because they have monopoly on that. That doesn't. That doesn't. I, I, I that doesn't. That doesn't stop a company. If you and I wanted to start a real estate company, and our real estate company said, "Listen, we're going to get all our money from the selling entity. We're not going to charge the buyers anything. Why couldn't we start that company? Why would we have to charge the buyer?" Because, well, you could, but you would not be legally or you would not be allowed to post those listings on the MLS because at least right now, the MLS is requiring I, But what I was thinking is the, a, the, buyer, a buyer's I was thinking thing. they would have to open up the MLS and just make it like open AI so that, that, that would get them around this and they can continue oh, to charge that way. Sure, but they just don't want open that. Up. I know, but I think that this is forcing this court decision – they're going to appeal it, obviously, and they have a lot of money. Um, I think that's what it's basically saying, that you need to open up the MLS to everybody. And then if you want to charge the buyer or the seller, whoever you want to charge the whole thing for, as long as the MLS is open to everybody and the data is available, we'll, we'll, that'll be allowed. And then there's a conflict of interest because your real estate agent, when you're a buyer, they have to be looking out. They are your agent. They have to be looking out for your best interest. And if they're only showing you houses that are paying them two and a half, three percent commission, and then there's another house on there that's paying five hundred dollars commission, and they don't show you that house because they want the bigger commission, that is unethical and defeating the purpose of having a real estate agent. So there absolutely needs to be changed. I don't want to bad talk realtors. I know there's lots of good ones out there that, that bust their asses. Well, the realtors, you can't, I mean, this has been, most of the realtors who are in business now, this, this, I, this. I'm going to lift the, my mic too. This so I system look was in place well before. Forever. Uh, forever. This forever. Is, this is not a realtor thing. I mean, this is the association has it this way. You're off way, camera. So, lean, oh, lean more the association that way. has it this way, but. I, I, but but what I find shocking is the fact is the internet disrupted so much, it just shows the power of the NAR um, in this post-internet age to maintain this monopoly for like 20 plus years. Um, it just seems it's been a long time coming. Um, 
I mean, and, I and it could be. I had my. I, I was a realtor in I mean, nineteen eighty. I got my license. Nineteen eighty nine, and so and they, they don't. Those... They don't. They don't ask you. Well, do you think that you should get money for? I mean, you could have the dual, uh, whatever it's called. What dual was the dual agency? Thing? Dual agency, d- d- double and dip. Ch- yeah, and, and charge the buyer and the seller. So it wasn't. Well, those double dips. It's that. still like it a really five, happened. It's like a five percent commission, and now mm. that same agent gets the whole the whole thing. I just thought it was a scam when I was getting uh, licensed myself as a realtor. They wanted fifteen hundred dollars a year just to be a member of this trade group that literally all the trade group is doing is lobbying Congress to protect their monopoly on the whole system. Uh, I, I don't think $1,500 was too much because having having the lobbyists in there supporting the group that you wanted to be a part of, I mean, the way that the real estate business has been set up has been advantageous for the realtors. Well, no doubt. I believe and in so a, if you were a realtor, why wouldn't you want to pay that? Because their their lobbying system and the way they did things was fantastic. I agree. It's fantastic. I agree. And this court but case still it, could be overturned. I believe I don't think it will be because this has been a long time coming. I believe in a government of the people, by the people, but that's not for the, way it the works. people. Yeah, and and this lobbyist way. group of special interests have carved out their percentage of real estate proceeds that make selling that that basically make real estate transaction transactions higher than they need to be. Um, period. End of story. I love you, realtors, but you've been on the gravy train. And uh, well, many things you've been on the gravy train. Being in the mortgage business, you're on the gravy train. That has changed since Dodd Frank. Yeah, before I came to the industry, there was there <laughs> we was we were never on the gravy was, train. I but, disagree with but, you. But but before Dodd Frank, we were there, not on the gravy train. Before Dodd Frank, you could, as someone in my position, could charge basically trick their clients into taking higher interest rates, and I got to go home with a nice fat, oh yeah maybe nice yeah, fat yeah. bonus because I overcharged but, my clients. But we ne- Tom Stone never did that. So. Ever since, ever since. It has been illegal. Loan officers do not make an extra penny off of charging you the highest interest rate. I believe in agents and people that work for you. They need to be incentivized on the same basis as you are. And the fact that I don't make an extra penny charging you an extra interest rate puts me on your side because I want to get you the absolute best possible deal, whereas... In real estate, those agents, they don't – maybe they want to get you the best possible deal, but the numbers and their incentives are not to get you the best possible deal. They make more money on higher sales prices. They make more money on higher commissions, and there is a lot of evidence out there that those houses that put in less commissions – You make more money the get, higher – don't get shown enough. The higher the loan amount? Sure. But you talk to any of my clients, and I do not tell them to borrow more than they need to. <laughs> well, of course not. Who's going to want to borrow more? Well, sometimes 
if they're going to open up an equity line of credit for an emergency, I, they might borrow more I than they need to. I tell them so. do not borrow more than they need to because there's there's such a thing as ethics. I'm going to stick and up my for the realtors. I don't agree with ahead, you. Come ahead. Of, uh, I don't agree with you on money. your realtor talk. Okay. Well, it. agree to disagree. And I agree that I don't like the MLS being closed. I don't like that part of it. But as far as the funding coming from the seller, I don't. You're going to have to. I convince, agree. You're going to have to convince me why who that hurt. I mean, I. Think, I don't know who that. I hurt. think a potential good solution could be the lenders and the banks being able to finance the real estate commissions into the loan amount, so that it doesn't punish. Home buyers by having to do an extra two and a half percent um, towards their down payment. So I think there are solutions there um, while still eliminating the unfair monopoly of the multiple listing service. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry there. Now, before we let you go for the week, um, I just want to remind you about Townstone Financial because that's who we are. We are a mortgage company, and of course, we have the best service. Of course, we have a can't-miss podcast every single week, but we have the best, largest variety of mortgage products to fit your needs, um, including but not limited to. We've got home equity loans, home equity lines. We've got a great 1% down payment purchase program. We're doing conventional loans. We're doing FHA loans. We're doing VA loans. We're doing reverse mortgage loans. We're doing business bank statement loans. We're doing investor loans. We, we've got the product um, that, that's going to fit your first needs. First-time homebuyer stuff. Yeah. A lot that, of first-time, 1% stuff. A lot of first-time homebuyer yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of first-time. But, but you, you call one of these other, you know, mortgage companies or specialists out there, you know, and they're always going to be trying to fit a, a, a round peg into a square hole um, because they've got, you know, this product and you give them their scenario, guess what their answer is going to be? The product we offer is the best solution for you. Um, we don't have a horse in the game on the product we offer you. We just want to make sure that we put you in the best product to fit your, you and your family's needs, um, given your specific scenario, because we don't care about doing this loan for you today. We care about doing that loan for you in five years, that loan for you in 10 years. We care that you had such a good experience with us that you're sending us your, your, your brothers and your sisters and your kids and your, your coworkers and friends um, that's how we've been in business so long. That's our bread and butter is our referral business because we do a good job for you. You are happy. So now you are happy to recommend Townstone to the people in your life that you care about. Um, and that's the best compliment you can give us. So, um, you can click the link in the pinned comment below you fill out a free consultation. You'll speak to, do we use the word expert? I mean, that's a, a, a basically an experienced mortgage person that knows what the heck they are doing compared to all these other jabronis out there. 
and we are going to do the best by you. Um, period. End of story. And when, when I started this business, Barry, I absolutely hated mortgages. The idea sounded so boring to me. But 10 plus years later, um, I am so proud to be. I don't know how you ever think it's boring. It's never boring. I mean, it's boring because I didn't know. We don't, we don't have a lot of volume right now because no, there's not a lot of stuff going on. But I didn't on, know anything about the mortgage industry. I mean, beforehand. the happiest day of most people's life, uh, one of the happiest days of most people's lives is when they purchase and they a home and they move into their and new home. Their yeah, new property. Yeah. But Barry, ownership of, you, you of a house is 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 probably, I mean, right up there with with getting your first car. But 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 yeah. you forget, I graduated college in 2011, and in 2011, guess who the bad guy in all of the media was? Well, that's was, made up. Was yeah. the mortgage broker, and to me, it did not sound exciting or something I wanted to do, but. That was the greatest thing I've ever done was joining Townstone Financial, seeing a company that actually cares about its clients, um, that cares about the future rather than this quarter's bottom line, um, and literally being able to help people achieve their goals, save money um, on their refinances, stop making their landlord rich and becoming a homeowner, um, and just having access to the best in rates, the lowest in closing costs, the, the, the product scope that we have that can fit each and every borrower. Um, I'm just happy to be here. And I hope, well, and and if I you, hope you, you want to go back, if you want to go back to the realtor, one of the things, if you're buying a house and you s go to a realtor before you go to us, you should compare. I mean, always compare i mean we, we we fight for people's business every day here right now obviously well because um, your realtor so, is going to yeah. have their their chosen you know their 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 person we'd like to be their, all the realtors their, chosen their, people their but we're not person. unfortunately well because yeah. because the realtor's chosen person take a look at at their lunch appointments and that realtor has gone to lunch with that person of course, paid by the the loan officer. They may have gotten, you know, Taylor Swift tickets paid for by the loan officer. Um, you know, again, there's uh, we don't play that game because we yes, we want your realtor's business, but we are not going to kiss the rear end to get it. We are going to you, the customer, because. We want to get you the best deal. We don't want to make your realtor out like a bandit. We don't want your lawyer making out like a bandit. We don't want anybody profiting off of your transaction. We want you to get the best possible deal that you possibly can. Um, and that's what we've been doing for over 20 years, me for over 10 years. But... Um, but that's it for today. But you're a smart person. We know you're a smart person if you're listening to this. So, and the, you know, so we know you're a smart person. And smart people, they use Townstone. So, what does that say about you? Smart people. You should, you should use Townstone. Um, so, have a great rest of your week. It looks like this might be the last week, at least in the Chicagoland area, that we're going to have some nice. 
uh, pleasant weather. It's in the 60s today. Uh, coming up this week, um, we got 50s, um, and then uh, maybe another week of 50s. But um, enjoy the weather while it lasts. Go to townstone.com to fill out a free consultation. Um, make a comment. Do you agree with me or Barry when it comes to the real estate agents? Um, what do you think the future of the rates are going to be? A um, lot, of, lot of good stuff. But again, fill out that free consultation. You're going to talk to a long-time um, loan officer, loan originator that has been doing this for over 10 years, me, over 20 years, Barry. Um, and we'll catch you next week. You have a great one.